Welcome to episode 274 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today I want to talk about sales convincers. And I decided to do um, this particular podcast because we've had a lot of conversations with our Superfast Circle members. Recently, we've had a lot of new people uh, join over the last couple of months. And many people are focused on, okay, how do I win more business? Am I communicating my message? How do I convince the clients I really want to work with to work with me? And uh, and, and as this was happening, um, I, I got a, a real sort of like a bird's eye view of how this can be done well through something personal <laughs> that's happening in my life at the moment. So I thought, why not tell the story and draw some analogies, which I think everyone on this podcast will be able to relate to. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise, episode 274. I'm actually recording this. You may think I'm incredibly sad, but on Valentine's Day, um, uh, lots going on in the office last week and lots of building work going on in various places. So uh, I decided I would record this early on a Sunday morning before I start my day. Sad woman that I am. However, uh, we've had a busy time recently and I'll, I'll come on to explain a little bit more about that. And first of all, um, if you're new here, welcome. Great to have you. Um, you will always find, well, let's just say 98% of the time, you will find a transcription of our podcast over on the Superfast Recruitment website. If you go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, all one word. Um, if you Google it, we come up on the first page of Google. And uh, if you go to the blog, so superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash blog, you will find this particular podcast and it'll be something like convincers and there will be a full transcription. And while you're there, if um, you are really serious about scaling your marketing this year, which I really hope you are, because <laughs> that's the way you're going to grow this year, um, then uh, do download our marketing checklist and just do an assessment of exactly where you are at the moment. Because before you move forward, before you start that path of trajectory, you need to know what's what's working well for you versus what isn't. So uh, there's plenty of paces you can you can download um, the, the checklist, 30 uh, questions to answer. Um, alternatively, just go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL and you will be able to download um, the, the checklist. Um, I go old school, I print it out and, and just helps me to assess where I am. In fact, I have got a number of these that I've filled out over the years so we can see how well we're doing on different parts of the business. Anyhow, let's get into today's topic and today's topic is about sales convincers. Now, many of us had rather a strange 2020. I know that's an understatement um, and uh, some organisations really, really grew and um, the, the context here is, is recruitment, uh, obviously. Um, some had a disastrous year 
And uh, and others really started to reflect, have pivoted, have added new sectors, added new products and uh, and really thought through what's the next stage for me in growing my company. So having done that, then uh, most of us, I would respectfully suggest, want more business and we want more clients and we want more candidates. And it's a conversation topic that's very hot at the moment in our Superfast Circle group because we've had quite a few new members recently and um, and they are uh, assessing and analysing is their messaging currently working? How could they make it better? And what do they need to do to um, convince and persuade more people to work with them? So ironically, <laughs> at the same time, a lot is going on in the personal Superfast Towers um, uh, life, if you like. And, uh, uh, and, and the focus here is around um, moving house. Let me just clarify that. Rather than moving house, it's um, putting the house up for sale. Now, um, throughout the process, it's been quite fascinating <laughs> in getting the house ready for, for sale and then getting some... Uh, Estate uh, agents, as they're called here in the in the UK, other parts of the world are called realtors. And uh, there was a lot of lessons. And I said to Sharon, I need to actually, this is so perfect for a way to, to illustrate what is and isn't going on. So I'm going to tell you the story and then I am uh, going to deconstruct it a little bit and, and give you some of the lessons <laughs> from it, a, an insight into our world. So... Um, last year, we decided, in fact, probably for the last couple of years, we've been thinking about moving, going somewhere different, um, uh, still around the sort of local area. Um, and it got sort of like curtailed. Um, Sharon's mum passed over um, and that was there was quite a year. It was quite traumatic, quite challenging. So a lot didn't happen then. And then we went straight into almost lockdown. Um, uh, in the UK and so sort of last year things again sort of got paused so we decided right that's it we are definitely going to do something this year about it if the time is right um, the market in the UK is very buoyant if we're going to sell a house let's do it now now, um, what I would do is cycle back a little bit here. I know many of you are into property and pro probably have, you know, uh, properties that, that you you own and rent out as well as everything else. Whereas it's not something Sharon and I have done. We have different streams of income, um, usually aligned to the Internet. So um, so it's not something that we're always on estate agents um, websites looking at, you know, houses and and, and everything else. So uh, in honesty, we were a little bit um, naive isn't the word, but we didn't know the exact process. You know, it'd been a while. We'd been in this house 16 years. It'd been some time before we'd actually sold a house. What did we need to look at and everything else? So we knew that we needed to actually get some information because I'm a great believer in rather than just forge on, go and ask someone that knows what they're doing or someone that has experience that can give us a guide. Luckily for me, my amazing young great nephew, yes, he's great 
in personality, but he's also great as well um, in the sense that uh, he is my niece's son. And he um, is an estate agent or works as a sales negotiator in estate agents, um, quite away from where, where we live. So the first thing I did is rang him up and said, OK, what are the questions I need to be asking? What do I need to look out for? How do I do this so that I get um, the right price and the right estate agent to represent us? So... Um, Jonathan gave me all the information that I needed, which was incredibly useful. So I went for forewarned <laughs> and forearmed. Um, so the next stage was um, obviously to contact the uh, estate agents and get them around to, to value the house. Now, pre this happening um, over the last, um, I would say, month or so, just uh, we had a bit of a hiatus around it in December, but... Um, because of uh, another lockdown that we had here in November. But, but, but fundamentally, we started to prepare the house ready for somebody to look round it, both an estate agent and, and also, obviously, um, new people coming to, uh, to buy the house. So the massive clear out, got it all, you know, the rooms that really needed a bit of a, um, we decided to, uh, to do that too. So, so we, we started to prepare everything. So that is the frame. I then contacted um, three estate agents, one of whom we'd heard about, um, uh, you know, who, who potentially would be would be ideal for us. And then we arranged appointments and they um, they all came to the house. Um, it's really interesting seeing people again because <laughs> it's like we just don't see people. But obviously, estate agents, it's it's something uh, something different. So um, so. I arranged for these uh, three different companies to come on three different days, ironically, all at the same time, not the same time, same time, different days at lunchtime. And uh, the experience was quite, quite interesting. So um, I won't say the names of the people that came, but um, uh, it was fascinating that um, bear in mind we're social distancing and various other things. One person came in and um, had no gloves and uh, I didn't have any foot covers or anything like that, which is actually what we're meant to be doing at the uh, at the moment. And um, someone else did and another person did and, and obviously, you know, came round, looked at the house and then we sat down and started to have a conversation. Now, fascinating. Some people had done their homework and some people hadn't always good to prepare ahead of time as in some people understood um, what uh, maybe our goals were whereas others didn't now things that came out from the various conversations is um, uh, only one person actually left us with any sales collateral so I'm what I'm talking about here is a couple of people came and didn't even leave a business card um, now that's uh, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, or even a link to a website or whatever or, or follow up. So so that was that was quite, quite fascinating. Um, uh, one of them actually told us um, that um, they'd actually sold uh, uh, another house very, very close to us. Um, and again, one of those things never make assumptions. Because this particular individual didn't realise that the, the the person that we'd um, uh, that that they were referring to were actually really good friends of ours, um, uh, and we knew the exact price the house had sold for, and uh, we also knew that he was comparing um, sort of uh, 
I think that the word would be comparing an apple with a banana. Uh, both um, some kind of fruit, but very different. <laughs> very different. And um, and also his his price was was way off, um, and yet someone else um, actually had a conversation with us and started to talk about why we would want to use them, um, knowing what our criteria was to sell the house. So um, it, it's it, it's a thing when someone's selling a house. Obviously, what are two things you want? You want to get the best price possible. Of course you do. And you don't want to have to come down in price. So you want to get the best price possible. And you want to know that your house will be marketed well. So it's going to be out in front of different people and, um, you know, people who might buy the house, um, knowing, you know, the, the, the area that we live in. Where would you advertise um, the, the, the house, knowing full well that, you know, we live in a, a I, let's just, I know it's an old fashioned word, but let's just say quaint village. Our house is also pretty unique because we have um, a, a sort of a big double garage that was converted um, <laughs> this is before remote working was popular and it's completely uh, insulated and kitted out as an office so you can run a business from here, um, which obviously is something that, that we did for some, some time. And we also have another outbuilding um, that uh, was, was part of the house, was like an old school cloakroom. And, uh, and, and so we have two... Uh, offices that can remote work and it has like state-of-the-art broadband and all this so you imagine it's sort of like massive um, as a convincer for people in in what what people absolutely want um, so you know all of this is there so though you know our house may be sold to somebody out of the region because people are re-evaluating their lives and coming up here so you know I'm telling you this story to give you some um, ideas on what some of the key things are um, that uh, you might want to consider um, uh, when you start to put your sales convincers together. Now, here's something else as well that um, in the process of signing contracts, um, you know, very, very fast, we got amazing customer service in the fact that um, the the estate the agent we've decided to go with does lots of different things. It has a really, really professional uh, photographer who uses a drone and all this sort of stuff. And you get, a, a, you know, an amazing brochure that is left. Um, so um, all of these things are designed to make the process better for us and for uh, the people coming to buy the house too. So it really helps to position us as a house that somebody wants to buy. I'm wondering if there are things here that maybe are resonating with you. So as I deconstruct this, think about how the different elements of what I discuss um, are working or not working in, in your business currently. So I've used the metaphor of a house. Uh, it's it's quite quite topical. It's um, it's it's aligned because obviously we had to get our house ready for sale just as um, the, uh, the the estate agents that, that came to us needed to prepare as well. So let's start first of all with getting advice. <laughs> if you do not know. Um, 
enough about um, marketing or uh, how you can position yourself. It's a good idea to go and get advice. So obviously I had a family member that I could get some advice from. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast, you obviously have an interest in marketing. Um, You're probably a regular subscriber. So therefore you are getting yourself informed. If you want to go down to a deeper level, then obviously you can get in contact with us and we can have a conversation about joining one of our programs or buying one of our products or whatever that might be. It's so important to be informed um, as you are doing something that is relatively new to you. Because one thing I've noticed with recruiters over the years is that they can be quite insular and they don't always know or appreciate how valuable their service is. So therefore, how can they um, connect with their audience? Because the the reality is um, a buyer of a service has an issue or a problem for which they need a solution. And in our case, we want to get the most we possibly can. We don't want to really get into a bartering deal. We are very honest people. We don't want to play that game of, oh, let's just um, increase the price by 30,000 and let's all debate and whatever that might be and then get into back and forth. That's the price. This is what you want to pay for it. And they actually could, the the, the estate agents in questions can actually demonstrate that over 97% of their properties, see, I've even remembered that figure, uh, 97% of their properties are actually um, go for the full asking price. And they also, obviously, you want to know that your house is going to get sold. So they also had data about the fact that they sell uh, 30% more properties than any other Um, estate agent in the area. So all of these are great convincers and all of these are data um, that, uh, that, that you can communicate. So let me just think about this. You know, when you are crafting messages, when you're going out to talk to somebody, do you prepare ahead of time? Obviously, we prepared ahead of time. We got the house all tickety-boo. Um, and, um, you know, the estate agents that came here, one of them particularly had done a lot of research. One had done some research, but really hadn't done enough. So he actually, you know, unfortunately, he lost he lost out on, on that. He'd made assumptions. Um, so think about how are you preparing ahead of time? Um, how much do you know and understand your market and your clients? And how do you demonstrate that you do know and understand them? You know, what what sales collateral do you use? Um, what, what What's the data maybe that you display on your website? You know, for, for somebody um, selling a house, they want to sell it at the best price possible. And they want to sell it fast. You know, what are the solutions that your particular clients and candidates want? You know, if you look at look at clients, then obviously they want to be able to have a re- recruit a really good person and do it uh, swiftly. And uh, that person stays and then, you know, is in their business and contributes. I would suggest that is one of the, uh, the, those are a couple of things that you need to demonstrate. You know, are you communicating that? 
are you actually sharing that with your um, with your clients currently as they're making a decision on uh, on whether to to work with you um so messaging is so key in today's market and yet it can be so easy for it to get missed so um it, you know it's like some people didn't leave any um, information at all and one person did and you, you can see it doesn't take you know it doesn't take an awful lot to to be able to do that you know a nice uh, official letter was already typed out with the space you just have to put what you thought the house was worth and so that is like hanging around now with uh, exactly, you know, a, a couple of spare brochures from other houses that they'd marketed and sold in the area. Um, the classic testimonial or case study was there so that we could look at it at a later day after he'd left as a convincer. Are you doing that as you are um, selling to your clients and candidates? Are you convincing them about how you can solve the problems that are going on for them currently? Now, the other thing about this as well is that um, this particular estate agent is everywhere. They've got a great website, um, lots of information on it. Um, you know, it comes up on the first page of Google. It's got everything you could possibly want to uh, want to look at. Past properties sold. Um, so, uh, and and they're everywhere. They're on social media. They've got banners up. Um, they've got local offices. Now, remember, I'm talking about estate agencies, slightly different. I think recruitment is very much an online world now. So it's just thinking about where am I? Am I constantly communicating? Am I demonstrating my authority? Am I, am I screaming out the positives about us and our service and what we can do for people everywhere? So sales convinces. Remember, for people to be convinced um, that you are the person that can help them. They have to have an understanding that um, you can provide a solution to their problems. You have some data around it. You've done your research about you and, and, and them and what their issues are and how you might be able to solve them. You are demonstrating your authority in the market. You have a, uh, a website that actually appears on Google. You have content on your website. You have a brand that looks like you know what you're doing. So all of these things, um, I, I respectfully suggest you probably need, just need to go and have a review and say, OK, am I doing all this to the to the best of my ability? Um, am I am I deluding myself in, in how I'm coming across to 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 the market? So tales of the house sale. I'm sure there will be many more <laughs> over the coming months. Um, but I thought this was a really good uh, example um, of, of how easy it is to not sell ourselves and to not think about what do I need to do to convince this client? Do I understand my client enough to be able to, to, to convince them? Do I know what, what keeps them awake at night? Do I know what's really key for them? So hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. This is Denise saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you 
every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your uh, your technology and you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are and we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business so speak to you soon